yeah. Guess who's back? <laughs> oh, guys, welcome back. It's no fucking ZD season two. Hang on, hang on. Okay. <laughs> We're not gonna talk at this point. Wait. I told you you're supposed to come in with the bass. Okay. <laughs> really important. We are bobbing our heads here. We're enjoying listening to this music, and uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. This is no fucking ZD season two. <laughs> Uh, guys, welcome to the last episode of No Fucking ZD. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm we, still Brendan. We came back to do one more. We're like Arrested Development. This yeah. is like the death. They tried to cancel us, and we're doing one more. Yeah, we're going to do one more. But this season, uh, this episode, we'll, we'll be together, but most of the episodes we're actually going to do separately, like they did on Arrested Development. Yeah. They just I, separated the characters. Yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble. Ron Howard in my schedule right. is like, <laughs> just not linking up very well. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we are No Fucking ZD. Uh, individually, we are Brendan, and you are Evan. Right. 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 Okay. We got that right finally. Um, welcome back. How's 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 life? Life is pretty good. Uh I, I missed doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Although frankly, I didn't like any of that sweet talk that anyone was giving us on the internet about coming <laughs> back. We're auteurs, much like David Chase. Exactly. That's his name. Yes. That's why we took a full eighteen months in between <laughs> seasons <laughs> yeah, too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there there was a little rabble rousing on the internet. We, we got a post. Yeah, we got we got a post asking us where we were. Um because we've actually been missing for months, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um you and I haven't spoken since the last episode. We no. just haven't talked to each other at all. <laughs> yeah, in fact, while we were locked in that warehouse, then they wouldn't let us out. We didn't talk to each other either. Yeah, that was just strange. And when they did let us out, it was also just, you know, getting back into the real world was just, just tough, for I think, for the both of getting us. Getting assimilated was really difficult. I had to get a job as a babysitter right. running from John Hamm, who had us locked in there. Right. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> exactly. Um, today, we are here to discuss, Guy walks into a psychiatrist's office. Is. Right, it's the season two premiere of Sopranos as well. Yeah, uh, it's season two premiere of Sopranos. I mean, that's actually quite a coincidence that it's our season two premiere and the season two premiere of The Sopranos. Yeah, uh, it's a little too fishy for me, honestly. Um, <laughs> but I'm a no fucking ZD truther. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Were you actually born in, 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 the, in the East? Yeah, I'll show you my podcast birth certificate, and uh, <laughs> we'll, I'll prove this to you once and for all. Um, so. Uh, great episode. Great well, start to his second season here. Right off the bat, probably like the most iconic, interesting opening. Is it an opening ceremony? Is that what mm-hmm. they call it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the opening, uh, the in- introductory package. Yep. <laughs> What's that called? <laughs> that segment is amazing. It's great. Yeah. Um, we get uh, a we get a nice you know wrap up or round up on where everyone's at since uh, season one ended. Yeah. Set to uh, set to Francis Albert. A.K.A. Frankie Sinatra, A.K.A. Mr. Blue Eyes. <laughs> what the fuck? Mickey, Mickey Blue Eyes? Mickey Blue Eyes, yeah. Wait. Mickey... Isn't that a Hugh Grant movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mickey's Blue Eyes. So we have a great uh, opening sequence set to Hugh Grant singing a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Well, why don't we? Why don't we? Actually, you're really good at this. Why don't we? We can break down like this episode. What's what? What? What is this episode about? Polly having sex with a porn star. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what happens? The Sopranos are back for yet another season of High <laughs> 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 Um No. So juniors, uh, juniors in prison. Things seem to be going well for Tony. There's lots of money flying around, and. Pussy's back. Pussy's back. Uh, in fact, in my note, my note, my note says "pussy" right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> because I and I love how we, you know, we go 
for for so much of season one having no idea what happened with the yeah. postman. Yeah, and <laughs> and, <great>. and, <laughs> and uh, then he's just there wearing pants up to his titties. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, but like we we learn a lot in that opening sequence about what's going on with everybody. Mm-hmm. Chrissy's doing a lot of drugs. Yep, he's on his on that path now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. business as usual for Polly. Mm-hmm. Slamming porn stars. Slammin what's what's her name again? Gina Lynn. Gina Lynn. We should get her on the show. Yeah, That'd totally. Be great, actually. Or like, to, out to dinner or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, McDonald's serves breakfast all day long now, <laughs> so maybe she'd want to. Uh... Hot date spot. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Tony seems to be doing good. He's kissing everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and. AJ is trying to comb his hair because he wants to get his dick sucked, I guess. Is that what it's supposed to mean? He's, like, trying to comb his hair because he cares about women now. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah. He's, he's getting older. He's getting older. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, of course, Livia is is in the hospital recovering from her stroke, which, you know, was, we're still, even now, it's air up quotes, in the air. Air yeah. quotes, stroke. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, and then, you know. Soprano life at home is is okay. I mean, on the surface, everything's okay, but you kind of start to see that. Well, maybe, it's, uh, I mean, even in that sequence, though, it reveals some some issues with you know. I think Carmela knows that he's he's cheating on her a lot. Yeah, Tony. This episode, I mean, uh, yeah, you do you do see it in that opening sequence. There's definitely some some cracks in the facade. I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. Um, you don't have to say that if you don't want to, but I'm gonna say that there's some cracks in the facade. That's for sure. I mean, he's sneaking home. Yeah, he gets he you know he gets in and. Carmela gives him a look in bed. Yeah, and that's a really nice, nicely edited little moment there really because cool. she sees it. She sees him looking at her yeah. to see if she's looking at him. Yep. Right. It's, yeah, and the music is really cool there. When when Tony walks in and it just like hits that big crescendo at the end there. That's yeah. Uh, he's like sneaking around. It's really cool. Yeah, the, the, yeah. those string parts are so good. I mean, it's it's no smoke on the water, but, uh, but that song that song is <laughs> pretty know. good. You know. Uh, definitely not. But, uh, but yeah, then you're right. We get, uh, pussy right off the bat here, uh, at the end of that sequence. Boom. Yeah. And, um, kind of, I like the way that's shot with his, like, just leg coming out. Tony's kind of freaking out thinking he's about to get capped right there, I guess. Yeah. None of those guys are very quick getting out of cars. Yeah. We're going to see more of that with Bacilieri in episodes (laughs) to come, but, but, uh, um, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. So yeah. So yeah. Pussy's back. Tony's skeptical. As he should be. Yeah. Right. Well, he really should be. Right. He kind of, I think, underneath it all, sort of knows a little bit, and he's checking, you know, he's feeling him up and all this stuff. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, but, uh, feeling, him he's up. feeling pussy, and uh, <laughs> but 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 puss plays it off well. I mean, you know, like he has a good defense for the most part. Yeah, completely. And then, of course, you know, with having with Jimmy having been killed, you know, that kind of I think also helps his case. They have somebody to blame. Right. Um. And now I'm back, like wondering if Jimmy really was a rat again. I mean, like. I, he was well. Like, he I was, just... and also we know that spoiler alert. But in the in the 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 next episode, right? We hear a Fed mention him. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that. But I, I even that I was kind of like it just it just seems weird. I don't know. I mean, you know for sure that he is. Um, but they just put enough doubt to make you kind of think like, well, did they really get the wrong guy? Did did Pussy like really just luck out there? You did know? They, yeah. Did, um, did did Pussy luck out? Yeah. But then I remember just all those scenes of Jimmy just being like so fucking bad at it, and you know he's terrible at it. He's always sweating and like, <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, That's what they say. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pussy is right off the bat. I love how Tony calls him an off the reservation cocksucker. <laughs> that's that's such a good <laughs> such a good way to put it. Okay. Um, but uh, he gives him two hugs, one to feel him up, yep. to pop his cherry, yep. and then the other one to uh, actually hug him. And um, 
But okay, so they go down into into Tony's basement, etc., to talk where that's that's where the important shit happens. But then like, you know, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but Tony is like a little bit he's skeptical of him, but then he says, Okay, well, like fine, but don't ever pull this shit again. Right. And then they're sitting on the couch drinking coffee, and like the first thing that Pussy said is like, So who stepped up to run Junior's crew? Right. It's like, is he working him like right off the bat there? I guess he probably isn't because as we find out in the next episode, he's kind of, he's, you know. He's taking it slow. He's taking it slow. Yeah. That's a good way he's to put easing it. easing into it, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that scene there with, uh, with it's Phil Parisi. Yeah, Phil, the Philly Parisi Philly, scene. yeah. Philly and, and Gigi. Yeah. Um, that, I think, is like, for the audience's benefit as well, you know, just kind of like what went down. You get a little, it's, it's, they don't do a lot of flashbacks or stuff like that on the show. It's kind of interesting. Well, I think that that's, uh, um. I don't. Was that a flashback though? Because the thing is that Philly gets popped, and and I agree, it's a really cool way to do that where they yeah. don't they, they don't do like a sequence of like a bunch of people getting capped like in uh, like GF one or, right. or or whatever or is it girlfriend one? Yeah, girlfriend one. It's it's one right where they kill all those dudes at the end like really the, fast. The yeah. Scene? yeah, 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 that's one, yeah. That's right. Um, but so I like that they didn't do that. They just give you one as like an example of like what's been going on. Yeah. Like throughout this this uh, interim, right? In right. fact, we've been killing a lot of people. Yeah, who talk shit about the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're coming for you, uh, baloney sandwich one one eight on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, we've we've definitely done a lot of wet work in between seasons. <laughs> Pick up uh, the it's just <laughs> we put on our khakis and take our boat out and then and just do it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that scene. I I love Polly being just. Like I love that Polly has a favorite bag. Yeah, you know. Well, like, he's got no kids. That's yeah, I the guess kind so. of shit that you worry about when you live alone and you have no kid. Yeah, um, I mean, really. I just love how much uh, detail goes into like it's it's theater almost. You know, like how much yeah. like why did he even have to? It's just funny that like they like went to that level of detail for this assassination or this hit basically. It's oh like, boy, bring I know. A, an empty suitcase with you, like stand out here, you know. Um, but yeah. I guess you got to sell it, you know, you do have to sell it. It's really, yeah, they, they really sold it. I mean, it's kind of, it's like nuts that they had him standing in front of Newark airport with a fucking gun. Yeah, that's too. A fucking gun. <laughs> um, but also, but I, you know, like Philly doesn't seem like a very nice guy. He seems like kind of a dick. Yeah, he seems like, well, he definitely loves the gossip. He, yeah, he seems like kind of a dick and, and uh, not like, I mean, Patsy seems so much nicer. You he know does. what I mean? Yeah. Um, Especially when he has his little powwow with Gloria Trillo, which is like one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. But um, anyways. We will get to that. We will get to that in yeah. four years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take a good 16 months off before we do that. Yeah, episode. just to think. Um, but just to think. And, you know, spend time with all of my wives and kids. <laughs> <laughs> Grow another beard. Um, but, like, yeah, so he's, like, talking mad shit. But then, like, the way that they orchestrated this hit makes a lot of sense. But I don't like how it was, like, shot when Gigi, like, shoots him it's weird right he's just kind of sitting there staring at him i know it's like it's like some sort of it's like mortal Kombat, and you got like a finish him or something yeah. <laughs> and he's just like he's just sitting there waiting like to to do it and he said there you go you big and he's like holding the gun up yeah and philly's just philly or pat's wait philly yeah spoons is just <laughs> sitting there like staring at him like oh 
what? <laughs> oh, cool. Th- there I go. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But I mean, then again, no one's pulled a gun on me. Like, who knows? You might just completely freeze. You know? Yeah, but these dudes. I mean, he's certainly close enough to like grab it. That's true. Yeah, he's a fucking pussy. That kid. Yeah, it's kind of like you can see that like you know he has the squib on on his head and like they're just sitting there waiting for the effects team to like hit the button so that like the blood explodes. Yeah, know? exactly. Um, yeah, it is weird. I I, I like the detail of Gigi like. It actually hurting his ears, you know. That's not something that they. That's a good. Show in uh, yeah, I, I like that too. I, and every time I rewatch that, I'm like, oh man, this one's really loud. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And uh, I guess like firing a gun inside of a a car like that. I'm sure. It's probably yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, definitely. Um. Um. So that that, that gets rid of Philly, and, and then that like I think that Tony just officially slides into the street boss role from there. Um, well, all of all of his threats from Junior's crew are then that's it. Then vaporized yeah. basically. I, I mean, mean that's although, what he says. I mean, he doesn't see he doesn't see Junior until the the next episode. But he also right. calls Melfi immediately once. Uh, right. Once uh, Sill tells him that it's done. And he says, he said, he says it's all over. And so that I think that also signals to us, you know, mm-hmm. okay, well, Tony feels safe now. The threats yeah. are neutralized. Yeah, I guess so. So I guess we're, we're to think that for the couple months in between, there was, it was a lot more tense and we just didn't really get to see that. I, I mean, I get, you know, I, I don't right. know. It's kind of interesting. Um, and of course, Melfi is meeting with uh, good old Terrence Winter in that scene. <laughs> Dude, I, I wanted to say something about Terrence Winter in that scene because he's he's like such a great head case, like shrink patient. Yeah, he's perfect. But have you seen him in recent like interviews? He got way hotter. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 how so? He just I think he like lost weight and he grew like a five o'clock shadow or something. Oh, I have seen him with like the he's like graying a little bit though, right? His beard is a little gray. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But man, Terry Winter, you got hot. Looking distinguished. Hey, like, that's soprano money, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I lo- that that seems funny too. Like he's just kind of like he is the perfect head case and kind of like sort of a dick as well. To her. I wonder if she's she's seeing something, someone you know, like I see you. <laughs> but but that motel is like really awkward looking. Yeah, like she could have chosen a better motel, perhaps. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a great uh, the end of a therapy session is always so bizarre, you know. And like, yeah, that captures it. He's like in the middle of something kind of important. She's like, mm, we have to stop. Yeah, <laughs> and it's always like you're saying something like. You're coming to some kind of conclusion, and they're like, "All right, well, that's it for it." It's just yeah. so funny. And no, weird. I know a lot of therapists do it. I, I don't know how a lot of therapists do it. But my, my mom always said that she like she had like a special way that she like eases it out of it or something like right. that. Right. My therapist used to go, "We got to stop." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> All right. We got to stop. You're done. Yeah. Um, um, so let's talk about Melfi a little bit. She's she's at she's at her motel. Yes. This shitty motel. Yeah. She's she's not is she staying there too? Are we to think that, or is she going home? I mean, I feel like she's staying. There. I mean, she's laminate, like she's like fully laminate. Yeah, I guess so. I would imagine, right? Yeah. I mean, she's yeah, I guess so. She's laminate, and then Tony goes and tries to see her. Right. The whole episode, Tony, you know, like like we were saying, there's there's cracks in the facade here. Like on the on the outside, things are looking okay. He's making a lot of money. He's the boss now. His best friend is back. But he's like really tightly wound up the whole episode, and right. he really needs needs to see Melfi, as Carmela keeps trying to tell him. Right, Carmela keeps telling him that, and he keeps sort of denying it. Yeah, and he's also got so many emotions because he, his mother and his uncle, right, like conspired to have him popped. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's the thing where it's like he, obviously that's a problem. Right. Um. He does need to see Melfi. Um. You know. And, yeah. And uh, so he he tries. Well, first he actually goes and sees that other therapist. Uh. 
which is a fucking great scene. Oh, dude, yeah, the cow- <laughs> the cowboy therapist. Yeah, I never noticed he's wearing a bolo tie until today. He's wearing a bolo tie and he has cowboy boots on. He's like, he's fully like a cowboy therapist, <laughs> oh, you know, which God. is so funny. In New Jersey, no less. The way that he talks to him, he goes, look, I've seen Analyze This. <laughs> and he goes, come on, that was a fucking comedy. <laughs> Well, but, it's funny, though, because, like, when the show, when The Sopranos first started airing, I think Analyze This came out first, and that, yeah. of course, is another comedy about a, mafia, a mafioso seeing a therapist, and, like, there were a lot of people who were, like, kind of like, all right, I don't need to watch this Soprano show. I've seen Analyze This, and so I kind yeah. of feel like that was a line from the writers being like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Better, you know? No, I think so. I think that probably, like, in the time that, because they, they had a lot, of, a lot of years between when they wrote that original season yeah. and when um, the when they started writing the second season, I would imagine. So they probably had a lot of people being like, oh, is it like Analyze This? Yeah, I'm sure. And I think that that's, that was them probably poking fun and being like, well, look, it's not like Analyze This. Yeah. Stop saying that, bro. <laughs> you know? Hey, bro. Hey, bro, stop <laughs> saying that. But he eventually does try to see Melfi there. Um, they're not, she's not ready to take him back quite yet, though. Right. But no, she isn't. That scene in the diner is, is great. And, and yeah, he's actually a scary dude when he walks up and like grabs her by the hands. Like, yeah, I don't know why he did that. Because he just immediately, I guess, like contains the situation. He's just like, "Don't move." I, I love the cu- all cutlery stays over here. All the cutlery stays <laughs> where it is. Yeah. How are the bagels in this place? Yeah. I can't believe he says that, and then she tells him that like this woman killed herself because she wasn't available, and she she goes, "She can't eat bagels," <laughs> <laughs> which like just falls on. I mean. Tony looks like he cares about that and maybe like to some extent sort of cares about that but like right. what's another dead person to Tony Soprano you know right and well that's true if it was like some sort of deer or like kitten that killed himself yeah. he'd, he'd be like really upset about it um and she tells him to get out of her life right which is really interesting and except I think that she kind of wants to bang him a little bit like all this danger is kind of like getting her going a little bit yeah well she is, th- is this the season where she has a dream about him? I think it is. I think in a couple episodes she does. I think it is, and she she eventually sees him in public also. Oh, yeah, the toodle. Yeah, yeah And yeah. she acts weird. Right, right. She acts really weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah. We'll, of course, get to that. Um, well, I guess we won't because this is the last episode of No Fucking TV. But <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody out there? Hello. Um, he, he is a... Uh, you know, Janice, like like that bolo therapist says, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having Janice come back is definitely part of the reason he's super stressed out in this episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Janice is like, oh, I mean, that's a great thing to talk about. I mean, we should yeah, definitely, I mean, like, talk about Janice. We'll talk about Janice in the second half um, yeah. and all that stuff. But we should talk about the uh, the other stresses, one of them being Christopher Moltisanti <laughs> yeah, for, sure. for Tony. Yeah, so basically, I mean, one of the great things about this episode is that we finally get some new guys introduced into the fold. Yeah. Uh, other than, like, the main crew. Right. I feel like the, the show really came into its own <laughs> in, in, in this episode <laughs> yes. um, because <clears throat> it... Uh, Basically, like, we now have our set crew and we're spending a lot of time with them. Yeah. I mean, aside from the show, like, being shot the way it kind of is shot until the end. Right. Finally. Um, basically, I think that it's cool that we have this set crew and there's a lot, there are a lot of, we get to spend a lot of time with Polly and with Syl right. and with Ray and, um, and Pussy. <laughs> um, so, basically, uh, it's nice though because like we 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 start to see you know the the class of two thousand whatever start to, class of two thousand start, yeah. start to come in, uh, Bevilacqua and what's the other <laughs> I know guy's name? I was hoping you would remember because I'm totally blanking right now. Sean, 
Sean Bismonte. Sean Bismonte. That's his name. Yeah. I might be pronouncing that wrong because I'm an Irish dude from Boston. Sean, so. I, I believe it's Bismonte. But is it Sean? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Cian? Sean's Bismonte. <laughs> Sean Bismonte. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're like fucking wild animals in that. It's uh, like, what a ridiculous, you know. I know. Them being in that office is out of control. It's ridiculous. And. Chris is somehow the SEC compliance officer because they sent an Asian to take his test. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is a great touch. It, why couldn't it have been a black dude? Yeah, honestly. By the way, David Chase, like, how about a Mexican guy yeah. is, is, is helping him cheat on the test? But it, it, it had to be an Asian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Chris, Chrissy is is overseeing this office Yeah. Uh, that is basically selling shitty stock to senior citizens. Yeah. Right? It's like the worst of the worst scams. Like, yeah. It, oh my it's, god it's super hardcore like they really are um like pushing really hard and there's this one so so chrissy leaves and he tells them that, that they're in charge this guy's reading a penthouse in <laughs> in the office did you notice that i don't think i noticed that actually yeah, I he's, re- he's reading a penthouse and and chrissy just goes chrissy goes or it might be a playboy but chrissy goes okay uh you know you're you're in charge until i get back and he just goes you're the man <laughs> but these guys are the dumbest fucking people i always think about that like if i join the mafia like you kind of have to hang out with the dudes that are in it right even if you don't really like them that much yeah and that kind of sucks i think it's like this podcast basically yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> our local podcast chapter yeah but yeah so they beat the shit out of this guy who doesn't want to sell the, who actually seems like a, a good stockbroker. I know. He's yeah. He, he recognizes that it's like a really dumb stock to be pushing. Yeah, and, uh, and he's like analyzing it for this old lady. Yeah, he's analyzing this. But yeah, he gets coffee spilled on him. They kick <sighs> the shit out of him, and then and then Matt Bevilacqua. Oh, or, or Matthew. Christopher calls him Matthew, which yeah. is like really weird. Like he's a fucking eight year old. Matthew drink water. Matthew drink water. Matthew Bevel. Back to Bevilacqua. <laughs> um, but he uh. He like all like threatens to stab the manager there with yeah. an envelope opener. I know, yeah, which probably wouldn't do that much damage, but I, I guess, don't know, dude. That I guess a million little cuts might. A, mil- a million little cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So with that, shall we? Uh, shall we take a break? And, yeah, let's and, take a break and move into the the second half of the show. Yeah, we're gonna talk Janice. We're gonna talk uh, Soprano family get-togethers. Then we gotta talk uh, a little bit more about a little bit more about pussy. We gotta um, talk a little bit more about pussy. That's that's definitely true. I I, I always have pussy on the brain yep. somehow. And <laughs> we'll be right back. This is no fucking ZD. Oh yeah. All right, we're back. Welcome back to NFZ. So this is the second half of the first episode of the second season. Yes, you are right. Great. Yeah. So we summed it up, I think. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's that's the hidden meaning of this yeah. episode of Sopranos. We should talk about uh, just because we're playing that song. Of course, it's from the the infamous panic attack scene there. <laughs> guess what we're doing yeah. um yeah the that's a really good panic attack scene yeah and uh, whenever i see that one i always get it mixed up with the one that melfi has a dream about down the right. line yeah, yeah yeah and um 
Right. Yeah. And I, whenever it starts out, because Tony like goes so ballistic on his CD player, mm-hmm. it must have been so fun shooting that. Like he loses his mind. Yeah, absolutely loses his mind. Totally loses his mind. And and also whenever I hear smoke on the water, when I guess that part, zap, 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 zap. <laughs> I always just expect it to start skipping. Yeah. Because honestly, I've watched that scene way more times than I've listened to smoke on the water. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it really. Uh, yeah, it's pretty intense for sure. And uh, you know. If he just waited a couple of years and got some kind of, uh, you know, iPhone MP3 player Bluetooth thing, that would have never happened. So basically, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's really the root of all Tony's problems is that he doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, he should have gotten an iPhone or at least a Siri to yeah. be like, Siri, stop the music from skipping. Right, yeah. Or back then they had. Do you remember mini discs? The little uh, dude, the totally. Stuff? I love that thing. The the record store that I worked at had um. Jamiroquai's uh, Virtual Insanity <laughs> on, on, min- on mini-disc, and it was like 20 bucks because it was a collector thing. Holy shit. Just for the one song? I think it was the album that it was on. Oh, Traveling Without Moving was what okay. it was called. Yeah, that was like, that That would have been like such a huge hit if it came out like two years earlier, but like the mini-disc came out, and then I feel like a year later, the first iPod came out, and then that was it. it was yeah. Done. Well, the mini-disc was also a cool portable recorder. I knew mad dudes right. who would like go to... Um, go to concerts with like a little microphone and record it on their mini disc player right yeah which is like kind of cool sounds like not as fun at the concert (laughs) anyway guys we're a million years old yeah Uh, (laughs) i feel like most of the people listening to this don't even know what we're talking about yeah dude Uh, do you remember the little walkman alien that they had in the sony ads oh yeah that was awesome yeah okay so anyways but yeah that panic attack he has a panic attack we had to talk about that a little bit yeah i Um, love that shit that's a great panic attack that he's listening i mean tony's car music is like one of my favorite things about yeah. the whole series like yeah as as you all know my blessed ringtone <laughs> is tony listening to, to steely dan yeah, and singing well, along we're getting close to that actually we are <laughs> only getting 13 episodes away <laughs> only 13 episodes away you guys we can make it yeah and uh, the, the thing though you know the one thing i'll say about it we gotta move on to talk about uh pussy and janice and janice's pussy um but yeah. i like the way that scene shot because it's it kind of mimics the opening credits a little bit. It's like a shot of Tony, then a shot of what he's driving by. Yeah. But like everything he's driving by is like run down and like rotting on the inside. I just think that's. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like he's driving by these like old, worn down uh, warehouses, oh, kind of like shit. the one where we record no fucking ZD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, um, and they're all just kind of like rotting out at the inside. And I just immediately thought of that painting from season one where he's looking at the tree. And, yeah, completely. Um, I'm sure if that. I feel like that must have been intentional. I mean, I don't know, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, everything was intentional. Right. I really like how into the song he is. He's, like, dancing in his, <laughs> in his seat. It's, like, really funny. If, like, any other character, I'd be like, this is really cheesy and weird. Right, yeah. But I think that it just shows that he's, like, trying to enjoy his day. Right. I'm like, try- I just wanted to enjoy a song, you know? <laughs> like, And then the, the CD player fucks up, and he's, like, fucking wailing on it. <laughs> like, so hard. Yeah. Like, hard yeah. enough that, like, the airbag might come out or something, you yeah. know? <laughs> that would have been cool, actually, if they just did that. Well, it, it, it did, basically. I mean, it, I feel well, like he did his own stunt for that or whatever. Because it's a continuous shot from when the car like hits the little thing and like they pan over and he's on yeah the airbag. But maybe yeah. they just had some dudes push it on there. Maybe. So, you know, like we said in the first half, one of the big reasons that he's so super stressed out is, is because his sister Janice has arrived. Yeah. My uh, sister's here from Seattle. <laughs> no shit. I love Hesh's reaction to that where he's just like, nice. <laughs> and yeah. like, but you know underneath. Yeah, you know like, that no. it's like not nice yeah. at all. And Tony's just like, oh, Jesus. I, lo- I love the uh, I'll be five grand lighter before she rain dances back to the comedy. I know, and he's totally <laughs> right. Yeah. He, knows the, he knows the play. He yeah. totally gets it. 
And um, I love when he wakes up and he swoops in and, and uh, you know, in his bathrobe doing a zombie walk. Right. And they're, you know, and Janice says to him the thing that people always used to say this to me when I was a kid and I'd like sleep in like when my my aunts and uncles were in town and stuff. They'd be like, oh, look who decides to join us. I know. I Ugh. hate that shit. You're at my fucking house. Yeah. I get to sleep in. Yeah. All right, you fucking dickhole. Yeah. That's what I think. And whenever they're out, they always ask that question, like, what time did you get in last night? And you kind of want to, like, lowball it a little bit. Yeah, like, like 11. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know why. It's like, you could just easily just be like, yeah, I got in super late. But, like, it's always, like, I always try to lowball it a little bit. I'm like, no, it wasn't that late. It yeah, was, for yeah. sure. Or just drink at home. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, and that's I like that that scene. I've I've heard David Chase talk about like one of the reasons he like knew he had to be in therapy and like the issues he had with his family is like he wouldn't see some members of his family for months and years. And uh, I there's one story I'm gonna get all the details wrong because I forget it now. But he like went home to see his family and one of the first things someone said to him was like they made fun of his shoes. They're just like like oh look at these shoes you're wearing or something like that. And he hadn't seen them in ages. Yeah, and and that I thought about that today in that Janice scene because you know Carmela points out to Tony she's like the first time you see your sister in years and like you got to make fun of her diet and gonna make fun of this and yeah. I, I just feel like that's a very personal scene for David Chase. Yeah, sure, I yeah. bet. And do you think that his sister was named Parvati? <laughs> <laughs> was she a cheese now? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I, I I love that her name is Parvati and she and she's doing like miso soup and yeah. you learn so much about Janice in like three lines. Oh my she God. talks about like. She's doing her miso soup with, with seaweed, yeah. you know, just to make sure that Tony's like extra grossed out. Yep. You couldn't imagine anything further away from like the Soprano diet on the spectrum than like miso soup and, and seaweed. You <laughs> know seaweed. what I mean? For breakfast. Yeah, too. for breakfast. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like totally sensible to me. <laughs> but like, I guess so. That's not like something I wake up craving. <laughs> no, no, me neither. But it's kind of funky. Yeah. And then Tony says to Meadow, if I see those grunge pants on you, you're going to be on the ground looking up. <laughs> That's such a good line. Oh my god! I think grunge pants is like something that we should be saying more we often. Sh- that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. Janice, like all, all those things in you know 1999, 2000, there were like these kind of new agey things, and everyone was kind of like, "What is this shit?" And I, I feel like, but like, so much of that has taken over now. Yeah, <laughs> way, you know, it's funny. No, absolutely. But uh, Tony is correct here that she has a con from the get go. Um, she's immediately asking for money they go out to the backyard and like right away she's asking for just a couple hundred dollars for the car you know just to get to and from the the hospital to go see olivia yeah um she we talked a lot in season one about how good of a a mob guy a mafia guy tony is and and how good olivia is yeah and, and janice is, janice is right there yeah big time i mean you see so much of olivia in her and totally just understand why tony's suddenly very stressed out that she's around and, yeah of course yeah i mean she i mean and that that's the funny thing is that like she claims and tries to be so separate from you know her family and obviously she moved away and she's right. like got all this eastern shit happening that is like a total facade but and down deep she is a soprano and like yep. she can't get away from it and she's always hustling she's like hustling the state of washington yeah and <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> she's on disability for for carpal tunnel right that's the whole that's the thing Cry, yeah chronic carpal Jesus tunnel Jesus Christ. steam milk machine god what a nightmare yeah what a nightmare yeah um and the house so the, there's a continuity thing here right there is and yeah. I, i've always noticed this too but you know what life is complicated and I david chase so. is a master <laughs> so, so, so just let him do his thing that's absolutely right <laughs> Yeah, because in season one, they, they say that he sold the house. Yeah. Um, I, I remember Olivia reacting to that and Junior being kind of 
pragmatic about it and then it seems that didn't go through or it was just on the market the whole time maybe instead maybe it fell through yeah or they just felt like they needed to just to revise a little bit you know it worked for the story i mean it, do, it does make for a good conflict between the two of them you know well that house also st- i mean we know this now right but that house sticks around basically until like what season five yeah I, like when when tony and carmella are are separated tony stays there right and he has and he has tony uncle al right. um and and Artie staying all with living him, in the same place which is like kind of awesome it looks so fun yeah why like, wasn't that its own show i wish they just did a couple episodes just about that <laughs> yeah it could be called three and a half men <laughs> oh four and a half yeah i guess yeah. i guess they have a lot more yeah that'll be a huge uh the house will be a huge character this season. I mean, Janice will certainly have so some much good shit scenes. goes down in that house. Yeah, um, and and I love that we get Livia for a little longer. You know. Yeah. And um, one thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, is, oh, actually, we'll talk about this later. But um, you know, the with the whole uh, just when I thought I was out mm. concept, right? Like, uh, man, it's something that's true with like all of the family members of the Sopranos too. You know, like with meadow and i guess with anthony uh anthony jr um they they're just like inextricably like part of this mafia right. lifestyle yeah and they they as much as they like to pretend that they don't support it they at times as much right. as they like to pretend uh they totally rely on it yeah and they use it i mean the same with janice she like she like rejected it i guess sort of and yeah. now she's back and she's like she's hustling she's using the whole thing you know yeah it's something we'll see time and time and time again anyone who tries to get out like it just seems like you just kind of can't you know yeah. we'll see it with you know with pussy with Vito, with you know yeah eugene definitely, and, definitely with Vito, with um, eugene yeah but Bar- barbara i guess i mean i guess you just have to move away and like really cut ties and that sort of seems what barbara did <laughs> yeah that, what what is that what about barbara i mean because she just like First of all, like they they switch actresses yeah. at some point. I love this actress is the best one though because it's you can it's a young Livia and like it's like perfect you yeah. know um, yeah, you totally. can just see that she's totally depressed like the other Sopranos but I don't know maybe her husband's just a great guy. You think she's <laughs> depressed? How, wait wait why do you think that? Just like her just her affect and just the way she's kind of like lounging in that chair like I feel like she like physically was kind of imitating uh, Livia a little bit there. Oh, just the way that's she's, interesting. Like, lounging back and like really slow moving and you I know. didn't notice that I. I like that her husband seems like a nice guy and he stays the same the whole series which i love yeah because <laughs> he's got like... got a fucking beard yeah. you know he like always looks exactly the same yeah uh anyways so let's talk about pussy i love that barbecue let's talk about pussy so he's back we talked about their conversation in the basement right but tony um is still skeptical even after that and uh so we get that right. scene in well, the back and, of the and i like how we're left wondering if he's still skeptical after the scene in his basement because we're we're all kind of sitting there going but wait dude right what you know right um but then, you know, Polly at the Bing says that he's looked into his backstory and everything checks out, you know. So for now, they're yeah. kind of like, all right, well, maybe. Um, but but at least Tony's on guard. I right. mean, that made me rest a little easy. Right. Knowing that <laughs> knowing that the bad guy is still still like doing a good job <laughs> yeah, exactly. of being a bad guy. <laughs> um, but he's a good mafioso. He gets it. He, exactly. he's, he's 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 not blind to the realities of it. He's, he's careful about it. Um, and there's there's subtle hints to the audience even in these scenes as well when they're showing um, 
when Syl is doing that Godfather impression, which mm-hmm. is like the extended version. It's like the worst Godfather. That, that, he's like bad. redoing that scene like, is it true, <laughs> Michael? <laughs> Sounds like a little Italian man. Yeah, not at all how the scene actually plays in the movie. No, exactly. Um, but he says that line, our true enemy has yet to reveal himself, and they oh. go to a quick cut to pussy. Oh, I know. I, there's just like little subtle things like that. There's another one in the, in the second episode that when we uh, when we talk about that, we'll I'll bring up as well. But yeah, there are little hints. Well, we get that our true enemy has yet to reveal himself again in a dream somewhere. Yes. I forget when. I think it's the dream that Syl has eventually, right? No, it's... no, no. It's Tony has the dream and oh, Syl says, right. our true enemy has yet to reveal himself. Yeah. In the dream somewhere. I can't remember. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. But yeah, it's the worst impression I've ever seen. It's very bad. And that's, that to me, when I first saw this episode, that was part of the, part of what made me think like, okay, well, I think that he probably did flip. Right. Because who wants to hear that impression? <laughs> you know, like who actually is like, damn, like I'm in I'm in Puerto Rico or whatever with like this hot fucking broad yeah. or whatever. And I, I wish that Syl was here to do his Godfather yeah. impression, you know, like no way. I could go out and rent the movie, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear Syl do it. I just want to hear Syl do it. But that's what I mean. It's like if you're in the mafia, you ha- you're like stuck with whoever's in it as the pe- far as the people to hang out with. Yeah. And like a lot of them are kind of boneheaded, you know, like we think they're funny, but like. From, like, an intellectual, like, outside standpoint. Oh, yeah. But being, but being there must be, like, such a drag because they're all they're talking about is, like, pussy and money, you know? Yeah. Being around them must be just terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're magnetic to watch on screen, but, um, yeah, you know, we see anytime they, they brush up with, like, real world people on the show, like, you see their reactions, and that's probably how you'd react, you know? Yeah. Running into Tony Soprano is probably not a pleasant experience, you know? I mean, it'd be fun to, like have them take you out for a night on the town to like you know go gambling and whatever yeah but it, unless you like but i mean i'm still afraid that it would be like that scene with pesci in goodfellas where, where yeah. he likes he like brings it to a screeching halt and he's like right. no like how am i funny yeah, you know like i would never want to get into one of those situations i would be scared to death <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like like what if you had too much to drink and you're like ah oh, tony like like that's hilarious, you know, or like if you like pulled his leg a little bit somehow, and what if he didn't like it and he <laughs> fucking killed you? Yeah, that'd be terrible. You'd have to yeah. basically be like, uh, what's her name? Just be like, I'll suck your cocks. All you I'll guys. suck your cocks. <laughs> All you guys. <laughs> Just get out of it. I'll suck your cock. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite lines. Oh, what God. a good sound bite. Like that. That Lorraine Caluso is a great actor. Lorraine. Shout out to Lorraine. Yeah, we need a little soundboard in here of all those things. I'll suck your cocks. <laughs> and then just like fart noises. <laughs> I'll suck your cocks, all you guys. Um, yeah, they, but uh, you'd you'd have to suck all their dicks if you want to hang out with them. I think. <laughs> yeah, but you're not allowed to suck a dude's dick unless you're in the joint. That's true. Yeah, in the can. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so I, I guess we have to go to jail. Uh. <laughs> well, shit. Um, Fuck. But, uh, you know, underneath it all, you know, the skepticism is, is, is deserved. And, uh, and I think, you know, in that final scene at the barbecue or close to the end there at the barbecue, um, you know, there is that moment where Tony's looking over at pussy and things slow down and the, the sound kind of drowns out or uh, falls off. And, um, Tony's just staring. That's the technical term, by the way. The sound does indeed fall off. Is that a? Yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> Great, perfect. Um, I'm getting used to this audio shit now that we're in the podcast. Actually, community. you know, in in the industry, we say the sound fucks. Okay. Like like when it starts to fade out, we're just like fuck the sound right now. <laughs> you do that for me. That sound is such a fuck boy. Yeah. Um, but you know, 
it's again, this show's so much about the subconscious. And uh, sorry, I'm just thinking about Lorraine Caluso. I'll suck your cocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Oh, poor Lorraine. All right, please continue. I'm like sitting here like, fuck, I can't stop laughing All about right. that. <laughs> Turn your mic off. Um, when we get to that episode, we're going to have nothing to talk about. Just that scene. I'll yeah. suck it, cock. Well, yeah, that'll be its own episode, actually. All you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're going scene by scene now, we can d- dedicate a whole hour to that if we want. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, please. Okay, please. all right. So, seriously. Last thing, yeah. Serious. This pussy thing, Um, you know. <laughs> This pussy thing. Um, they are. It's so much about the subconscious, and whether Tony knows it or not. Yeah. In his, you know, actual brain, he yeah. knows it somewhere inside him. He knows the truth about about big pussy here. Yeah, and he's. This is this is one of those situations where he is actually a little bit in denial, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, it's. He lets it go longer than he should. Let's put it that for sure. Way. Yeah. There's. Yeah. You know. There's... I mean, I guess, but I mean. I... I, th- I guess he's in denial a little bit because he really, really knows, but he wants something tangible. Yeah. And that's why he puts Polly on the scent, you know? He does, but I think even then, you know, even like spoil- spoilers, obviously, for the end of the season, but, you know, even the way this all shakes out, it's all very much just like in his subconscious, and he just he just knows. He already knows the truth. He just does not want yeah. to admit it to, to himself, which is, you know, uh, I feel like a pretty major theme on this whole show. It's something that happens a lot. I mean... We had the episode called Denial, Anger, Acceptance last year, and that's kind of all about that. It's There's shades of, you know, Livia and Junior wanting to kill him. Like, he knew that, too. Like, underneath, underneath right. it all, he knew that they were behind everything the whole time, I think. But, right, uh, but he's like a sucker for it. Yeah. For some reason, you know. Because people are just weird and sentimental and, you know, feel all kinds of guilt. and Plus, he loves him. That Yeah. He doesn't loves just pussy. like him. He loves pussy. That's true. And also the way that that slow motion shot is kind of done, I think that we're supposed to kind of catch a hint of there's something behind those eyes, the way he looks at Tony. I think you're absolutely supposed to know, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, he looks almost directly at the camera and then like quickly looks away and he's, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's like they're, now. They're, they're being truthful with, with each other for that moment, the way they're looking at each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that, well, I think that we know a thing or two. Yeah. I guess you could also say that if Tony was in therapy, you know, I wonder if, like, if he was in therapy in this episode and talked about pussy with Melfi, like, right away, I wonder if he would have come to this realization a lot sooner. You know, that's a that's a really good point. I mean, it's, it's certainly possible um, because, like, whenever he's brought up pussy with her in the past, she's been like, yeah, he probably is hiding something from you. Right. Like, without having any idea what that actually means. Yeah, she brought up the secrets in relation to the back problem. Right, exactly. And um, But he knows. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to find something in the world so that he can like prove it to himself yeah because he does he or i i think that he doesn't want to believe it maybe and i don't know if it's as subconscious as as it as we might think because i think that he maybe like knows but he wants to not believe it so he's looking for something oh for sure to, like incontrovertible to say like oh that definitely isn't the case yeah well when you think about it it's, it's another person that he considered you know a loved one who's now kind of betraying him again in a really short time span you know? yeah yeah His and you're probably trying to hang on to these people like yeah. <laughs> as much as you can it's a nice season opener because we just we kind of learn of all the things in motion mm-hmm. not the not not a lot of uh moving parts to this mm-hmm. this uh episode but you know we we kind of see where everything is and i and i love how the action just moves really right. quickly because we just get we just get pussy right away right, right. off the bat just right pussy right off the bat right um let's also talk maybe as our as one of our last things 
uh, Carmela's parents. Oh yes, yes. Show up again, and they are just insufferable. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like awful. Her dad has one line in the whole episode, and he's just like, "You want the doll?" I'm not even gonna answer that this time. His, Amazing. Carmela's mother is such a fucking like God. Uh, yeah, she's she's rough. Um, but you know, as Tony says, she, you can't really defend Livia all that much. Like she yeah. has her reasons. But yeah, great, great scene. Hugh DeAngelis is just hysterical. He's hysterical and puts he... the cigarette out in the sink. <laughs> I know, and he's smoking inside. I mean, is that like a? I don't ever remember like there being a time when my parents would have been like, "Yeah, have a cigarette, whatever." I no to never. anyone. Yeah, like in the house. No, no. My mom would have gone into hysterics and been like, "You know, like when I try to sell this place, they're gonna smell the cigarette, <laughs> and like you know, I'm not gonna get any money for yeah. it." Um, my mom still claims that my 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 bedroom from when I was a kid smells like pot. <laughs> There's no way, you know. No, definitely. Not. I'm gonna have to replace the carpet. It's like, okay. Um. Anyways, uh. Yeah. So the DeAngelis's are there, and like we learn about uh Olivia's like outright animosity toward them. Mm-hmm. How she was just like just legitimately like not nice to yeah. them. Yeah. Which doesn't come as much of a surprise. No. But it's crazy that. Well, one thing that we learn is that uh, is that Tony's family won. How, how do you mean? Because we learn that the DeAngelis has just stayed away. Because you know he, oh, he doesn't. He, he she says that he has to go to this new grocery store on Pompton Pike, which is like the most New Jersey sounding street <laughs> yeah. name I've ever heard. And she says, you know, a lot of changes since you've been around here, and and the, a little light bulb went off for me, and I was like, oh shit! So yeah. like they just didn't come and visit. God, weird. In all these years, yeah, you know, that's weird. So, but what signals it? So is it that Tony is is saying like my mom's out of my life? Like your yeah. parents can come hang out again? Yeah, because he says like, oh, now that the dragon lady's not around. Yeah, I think it's it's probably that, and also you know she's hospitalized, you know, from this real or fake stroke. So that, yeah, uh, they know for a fact that she's not going to be there. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I yeah, but it it's just it just shows like the Sopranos really know how to hustle it, and yeah. Livia just like boxed them out of of her life because she, she wanted to. And she probably didn't want, I mean, like, if we were to go into that a little bit more, she probably didn't want to be compared to other parents because she knows she's, like, kind of sucky at it. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. She boxed them out suavely. Break it down. (laughs) Break it down. Wait, we didn't even mention that. We didn't mention that at all, yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes is when when Chrissy sits down with them. He's not even mean to them. He's like, Well, I mean, he kind of is, but he also has no idea what he's talking about. It's, he's it's he's like such great. he's such a bad mentor. Oh God, just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I. That's what I sound like when I'm talking to interns. By the way. <laughs> Break it down. That's what we sound like. I think on these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode was shot with uh, directors suavely. Suavely. Oh, so you're saying that they had like themes and and symbols? Yeah. Break it down. <laughs> break it down. So guys, you break this episode down for us. Yeah. <laughs> suavely. Um, all right, that wraps it up, I think, for this episode. Uh, great setup for the season. We have a lot of action coming our way. There's so much action coming our way, and there's so much pussy coming a lot all of pussy. over the place. Pussy, it's pussy's time to shine in this season, for sure. <laughs> um, so we'll be back next week to talk about Do Not Resuscitate. Um, and, uh, guys, hey, welcome back. We're really excited to be doing season two. This I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're, we're very excited. Yeah. Um, now we have something to do again. Yep. Um, I think that maybe this season we might even save up and get uh, a guest. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely try to do that. 
Um, once again, as always, follow us on Twitter at NoFuckingZD. <laughs> uh, talk to us on Reddit. Subscribe on iTunes. I'm coming for you, Baloney Sandwich 138. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever your name yeah. is. Uh, this is great. We're excited. We're having a good time. And we're really excited. We're going to get all hopped up on fucking Red Bull and Coors Banquet beer. Fuck yeah. And just like mow down some goddamn Sopranos episodes <laughs> with no pants on. Uh, our girlfriends are real excited about this, that it's finally back. They love us. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks we'll for listening. Back. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.